You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our visit with Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire. He is the voice of the Bears with Coach McGuire. Welcome back. Nice lead in. Coach Ryan McGuire joins us now uh, on the road, I believe, as the Bears play at Cincinnati Thursday and Friday. Coach, we appreciate you being on with us. Yeah, J-Mo, thanks for having me. Very good. Very good. Are you on, are you on the road? I'm on the road, yeah. All right. Very good. Give us a travel log along the way, if you would. Uh, I was saying to Aaron earlier that you and Jen are going to make a nice romantic uh, 18-hour drive from Waco to <laughs> Cincinnati. Um, what can you tell us about that? Why why drive instead of flying? Well, I was trying not to broadcast it at all, but somehow it got it got out there. But, yeah. uh, no, we had a good practice. We'll, we'll actually get their head of the team. It's, uh, it's just 14 and a half to Cincinnati. Oh, okay. That's good. But, uh, Very good. Uh, yeah, yeah, so not too bad. We'll get their head of the team. Um, but in uh, Cleveland, there, there's a machine shop. I'm working on a secret process, and they're kind of manufacturing something for me that I'm trying to build. And the shipping was, was uber expensive, and it's semi-big and, and kind of different. That I can't share what it is now, but my, my hope is to build kind of a, uh, a fun adventure place at, uh, on our property and and just be a place for uh, for families. I have so many former athletes that are married and have young kids, and it's just kind of been on my heart lately to get them out. Like maybe we can strengthen some marriage, let them go date, we'll watch their kids, but kind of want to get a place for the, the young ones to come and hang out with. And uh, there's a sentimental side to me as well. So this uh, this this project kind of connects a little bit with uh, something for, for my father and I, who is a hmm. mechanic. and. Don't worry, I'll I'll get when it's done. I'll get pictures out. I <laughs> I don't want to over I don't want to overcommit on something that I haven't finished yet. And schedules are busy, so this is like I I hope I can get it done by Christmas. But it may be a spring project when we're uh, when we have a little bit more downtime. I got you. Well, sorry to pry. I know you're trying to keep it no, quiet, and we keep bringing all, it up. So all, all good. <laughs> all I, right. I am looking forward to my time with Jen, just because in season it's been really busy and. I don't know. We'll, we'll, it probably felt like we haven't seen each other between all the travel we've had because it's been a heavy, heavy travel early season for us as well. Yep. Um, well, enjoy that and be safe. Be safe traveling. Uh, you got Cincinnati coming up Thursday and Friday. You said earlier uh, you've never uh, never played them there at least. Uh, what do you think that environment might be like at Cincinnati? Yeah, really, really don't know. And uh, looking forward to it. We can see what we've seen on on film. And, um, it, you know, but we've played in hostile environments, uh, you know, at Minnesota, at BYU already, you know, Gregory Jim at, at Texas. So I think our team's, you know, learning how to travel. We're, we're trying to keep traveling well for it. Um, you know, not sure what to expect, but we'll, we'll get out on the gym tomorrow afternoon and, and get a good servant pass get acclimated to everything and at the end of the day it's still that the game's played between the lines so that's that's been our focus no matter where we're at um i know the chili is supposed to be popular out there but we'll we'll probably wait on that before uh before we finish two matches before we <laughs> die. 
may that, not be the best pregame meal for anyone. Yeah, now there's a veteran coach move right there. Wait on the skyline chili until after the matches. So that's a yeah. very smart move. Um, and and what about your team going back to the uh, K-State matches last week? Dropped a tough five-setter on Thursday, then one and four on Friday. Uh, going back to Thursday, you lost the first, dropped the first two sets, came back one sets three and four to force the fifth. And I thought for the world, you had all the momentum going into that fifth set, and uh, and it was close, but K State ended up pulling out the win. Yeah, no, uh, de- definitely, it's hard when you're down two zero to come back and respond. You know, with the energy needed. Uh, I think we we brought both the right energy and tactically, we're doing what we needed to do, and. Um, you know, we just we need to do that out of the gate so much better, so you're not going to a fifth set where where anything can happen. And you know, probably two tough calls that went against us that that maybe changed the momentum, not the momentum, but just maybe even the results on it. Um, you know, that were hard and hard hard to see happen in that fifth set. So again, second time uh, next night. Again, the emotional energy was there, and then uh, tactically did what we needed to do, and. Um, you know, the girls have been a little sick under the weather, didn't like it, and, and I thought Riley Simpson came in, did a great job. AG came in, brought brought some good energy. Tori did some good things. So we'll uh, we'll definitely be maybe a little swifter to, uh, like, if someone's playing flat, which, you know, really should be unacceptable. Um, you know, all the other girls that, that came off the bench have, have responded extremely well our last few matches. You have an amazing record when you play teams uh, on back-to-back nights. I think you're now 15-1 and one on that second night against those teams. Uh, what is it? How, how would you explain being so successful if you get a second shot at these teams? Uh, I think, one, I got a really good staff. I, I think how we've always approached matches, I, I feel we, we do a, a good job focusing on what's most important, what's going to move the needle. Um, you know, in past years, like even if it, hey, we went four or five, we felt like we were winning in three uh, the next night. Um, you know, I think with this group specifically, we, we probably got to do a better job of really letting them understand what needs to be done on night one without them seeing, uh, you know, can we mimic that better in practices rather than kind of trying to get a feel for it throughout the match. Uh, win some, lose some, and then be really good at it the next day after seeing it. So I, I think my staff does a really good job by position. Hey, setters, here's what we're going to do. It's it's maybe a cleaner, clearer, uh, precise thing. Uh, blockers, hey, this is this is the tendency of the hitters. This is what we got to take away. And uh, I, I think for a young team to just really read, you know, we're talking reading our eyes, watching the right things over the course of the match. Uh, we, we, you know, we're trying to be better at that in practice, in matches, but we need to do better on that night one. And then, like I said, I think the staff puts puts our players in a good position the next day, but, and the girls really take it to heart because they don't like losing. Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, Fifteen and one on the second game of back to backs, and uh, you've always said that the better team usually wins on the second night of those back to backs. Do you think most volleyball coaches would agree with that? Uh, you know, not sure. Probably, hmm. probably ask them. But I, I've always seen it that way. Just one, uh, two things. Like, hey, who's who's more fit? I, I think uh, 
Coach Winger does a good job keeping teams fit. So it, it kind of taps into all parts of the program. Hey, who recovers well, who prepares well with uh, film and, and stats, and then who can really, really uh, adapt. So, um, and, and then to me, like just when you, when you look at it, at, at where teams maybe finish at the end of the year, uh, when there are splits and, it, and and I don't like the back-to-backs because it kind of creates more splits a little bit too anyways. But, um, you know, we've wanted to be ahead of that and just get more sweeps. But when you, when you look how teams finish, like normally the teams that are winning on the second night or at the end of the year seem to be finishing a little bit far, farther ahead. Ryan McGuire, our guest, Baylor volleyball coach on the road to Cincinnati, Baylor in Cincinnati Thursday evening and Friday evening. And look at the standings. Uh, you guys are right next to each other in the standings, 9-6 and six, uh, for Cincinnati overall, 8-7 and seven for Baylor. Both teams 2-3 and three in conference play. Um, do you uh, – where does, where does Cincinnati, I guess, fit in as one of the new schools in the Big 12? No, they're they're really really good. You know they uh, they handled K State pretty well. Uh, you know I think think also K State took a loss and, and was kind of hungry to get back out on the court. So we're, we're kind of reliving the same thing except we're on the road. You know here's a team that uh, came off a a loss. They had a split right. Uh, TCU one and five and then swept the next night. So we got to come ready to go. I, I really think you know everybody's beating up on everybody right now, and you're looking for teams that can pull away uh, from the top. So I, I think if we want to start creating separation, we we got to definitely you know battle and win the first night, but come out of these back-to-backs with with, with more tunos. And uh, not to not to make you look ahead, but Cincinnati this week, then UCF comes in here next week. Are they are the Knights as good as their record would tell, would indicate? Yeah, hundred percent. So I, I think not only their record good, but if if you just look uh, how clean they're playing right now, is uh, is really really strong. So uh, you know, and I, I think we're still a ranked team, so people were probably getting their best. They're, they're they uh, might smell a little blood, which is fine. Like we want to create it ourselves uh, coming after. So yeah, I can't look too far ahead uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, I, I would say. <clears throat> Plug in every team in the Big 12. Everybody's capable of, of winning, and, and you're seeing everybody, you know, or maybe we had five, six teams in the middle kind of beat each other up. You're probably looking at eight or nine teams that are doing that right now. And it, uh, it won't get any easier when, when you add the Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah uh, as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Uh, safe travels. Uh, give our best to Jen, and uh, good luck against Cincinnati. Yeah, we'll do. We'd love to see a lot of people out at UCF and help us help us get a 2-0 weekend. That'd be nice. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. Ryan All McGuire, right, Baylor volleyball coach, uh, literally on the road to Cincinnati. Uh, he and his wife, Jen, driving up there. The team flying out tomorrow. They'll play on Thursday at 5 o'clock Central Time, then Friday at 5 o'clock Central Time. Baylor, he mentioned the rankings. Baylor uh, split with K-State last week but only dropped two spots in the poll from number 18 to number 20. I think that shows great respect for the Baylor program that their, you know, their overall record's just 8 and 7 right now. They're 2 and 3 in conference, but they're number 20 in the nation. Yeah, the the voters know that they they've had an insanely difficult schedule, mm-hmm. probably the hardest in the country mm-hmm. and 
That's reflected in their still being ranked. Yeah. So uh, that's next for Baylor at Cincinnati. We mentioned uh, UCF comes in next weekend, the 21st and the 22nd. Then they'll play at Texas the week after that. So tough every night in the Big 12 in volleyball, just like it is in every other sport. So good luck to uh, Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball.